providing you with health information and guests to elevate your health and life and help make your life better in 30 minutes or less. This is the Frontline Health Podcast. We're glad you've joined us for this episode of Frontline Health by CenturionLabs.com. In this episode of Frontline Health, we'll take a look at the side of melatonin most of us may not have known. Did you know that melatonin wasn't just good for your sleep? If you're like me, you may be surprised to hear the many benefits of melatonin in this episode. Most of us have probably heard about melatonin and how it's been used as a supplement to help folks get to sleep, but few of us know what it is, and even fewer of us may be familiar with how melatonin may benefit us outside of just getting better sleep. Some of the things that are fairly well known about melatonin are that it's a hormone that our brain produces, specifically in the pineal gland within our brain. And it starts producing melatonin about an hour or two prior to our normal bedtime. However, studies have shown that the pineal gland actually produces less melatonin when we're exposed to light at night. Anyone else guilty of checking your phone a few times before going to bed or maybe watching a little TV? Well, based on what you've just heard, you probably wouldn't be surprised that medical professionals today are recommending that we don't watch TV or check our phones at least an hour before bed to help encourage our pineal gland to get to work and start producing melatonin for us to get the rest we need. This information seems to align well with many of the studies that show melatonin helps our bodies with our circadian rhythms and our sleep. Studies that have gone before this one have suggested that it may help with jet lag, individuals who have delayed sleep-wake phase disorder, insomnia, and other sleep disorders in children. There are numerous studies that have gone before this and shown that melatonin improves our sleep, as we already know. And it seems to do this in several ways, such as promoting relaxation, reducing the time it takes to fall asleep, improving our sleep quality, and extending the duration of our sleep as a whole. But some of the things you probably aren't aware of, much like myself, is that our bodies actually produce less melatonin the older we get. Some studies have actually suggested that our bodies produce about half the melatonin it does at 50 years old than we did at 25 years old. There are also studies that were surprising to me that showed that sleep medications actually cause our bodies to produce less melatonin over time. One study showed that after just one dose of Xanax, our melatonin levels or the melatonin levels of those individuals in the study were half of their normal levels, which seems to suggest that those sleep medications may not be the best avenue for us to go in helping cure and remedy some of our sleep issues. More recent studies have actually suggested melatonin's effect on the body is greater than just sleep. These studies have begun to force the medical community to rethink melatonin, how it's made, and its benefits for our bodies. These studies suggest that it reduces anxiety levels for patients prior to surgery. 
It helps those with autism to increase their sleep duration as well as the onset of sleep. And they have shown that those people with autism actually have lower melatonin levels than other individuals without autism. It's helped with cancer symptoms. There are hundreds of studies that have shown how it could be beneficial in regards to cancer treatment and prevention. Recent studies have shown the benefit of melatonin in the treatment of sepsis, which is when the body causes injury to its own tissues and organs in response to some type of infection. It's shown that melatonin helps fight against viruses, and at high levels, it plays a positive role in our overall health and aging. These studies also suggest that the pineal gland is not the only place our bodies produce melatonin. They've discovered that 95% of our melatonin is actually produced in our mitochondria, and that it seems to be linked to sun exposure, much like vitamin D. The fact that melatonin is produced throughout the body may be why it's been shown to have the effect it does against cancer, aging, and viruses. One recent and relevant condition I'd like to take a few more minutes discussing in relation to melatonin is the condition of COVID. You might be as surprised as I was to hear about the positive potential in both preventing and treating COVID with melatonin. The fact melatonin has been shown in previous studies to help our immune systems, as well as having anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, and antiviral properties seems to bode well for its use in people who would like to reduce their chance of catching and or fighting off COVID. And here's why. Melatonin has shown success in treating patients who had prior infections with Ebola, the dengue virus, encephalitis, and HPV. It's also been shown to improve outcomes of high-risk patients infected with COVID, such as the elderly and those who have comorbidities, such as high blood pressure, obesity, and diabetes. And many of us have probably heard of the cytokine storm, which is the uncontrolled immune, immune response that's most often associated with death from COVID. Studies have shown that COVID attacks the melatonin pathway, which reduces the level of melatonin in the body, and it increases the likelihood of having a cytokine storm. It's due to the fact that melatonin is a potent antioxidant and immune regulator that helps in controlling our immune response that ultimately leads to the cytokine storm. Now that we know many of the benefits associated with melatonin, let's take a few seconds to look at a few of the risks that could come alongside using this great supplement. As you well know, with any medication, with any supplement, or with any ingredient, there can always be some downsides to taking them. The first thing is you could have an allergic reaction to it. It is very rare and uncommon to have an allergy associated with melatonin, but it can happen. It's also known to stay active in the elderly longer than in younger people and can cause some daytime drowsiness because their body, as we get older, is not as efficient in flushing out those ingredients and medications. Some side effects that could happen alongside melatonin use could be headaches, dizziness, 
nausea, or some sleepiness. And if you're using certain medications, it can cause those medications to enhance their effects and actually cause some medications to reduce the effects on your body. Medications where it could enhance those would be anticoagulants, anticonvulsants, diabetes medications, and medications where it might actually decrease the effectiveness would be medications that suppress the immune system because melatonin, as we've heard, increases our immune health. Based on all the benefits of melatonin, it certainly seems like a great idea to get out in the morning and late afternoon sun, reduce our light exposure in your bedroom, put your phone down and turn the TV off about an hour before bedtime, and look into supplementing with melatonin to get your melatonin levels up and allow your body a greater chance to regulate itself. Thanks for joining us for this edition of the Frontline Health Podcast by Centurion, where our desire is to elevate your health and life. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and be sure to pass it along to someone else who would benefit from this podcast. We would love to hear any feedback or questions you may have by emailing us at admin at centurionlabs.com. Until next time, Remember, you are your best health advocate, so go take ownership of your health today.